Hey guys, we've got an action-packed, information-packed, hilariously ridiculous show today. So much funny stuff going on to kind of offset all the horrible stuff going on in the world right now. And if you have a sense of humor, it's actually pretty great. Uh, really quick, if you haven't had a chance to check out HeroParanormal.com, please head on over there for the price of a cup of coffee a month. You can access all the content behind the paywall. There's a ton of it. You can also access that at Patreon. Just look for Hero Paranormal. And if you're listening via YouTube, I will most likely never be monetized on YouTube for a variety of reasons, including the truth. Although Google has been reaching out to me, it has to do with Space Wolf Research. We'll have to leave that for another uh, podcast. But yeah, I will most likely never be monetized. So do me a huge favor if you're listening via YouTube. Like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. It will help me break through the algorithm of control. The shadow ban is real. Buckle up. Come blast off in my time machine. Third eye feeling like an evazine. Blast off, blast off, blast off, blast off. Come blast off in my time machine. Third eye feeling like an evazine. Blast off, blast off, blast off, blast off. Blast off on an epic episode of the Hyper Anomalous Esoteric Research Organization podcast also known as Hero Paranormal. Broadcasting from SpaceWolfResearch.com, my name is Ryan, the anomalous ambassador of the airwaves, bringing you an epic episode today. There's so much to cover, and uh, let's start with one of the more sadder aspects of what's taken place recently, which is the passing of Tom Horn. Many of you know Tom Horn as... uh, an author, a researcher. He was an amazing guy. I have a lot of his books on my shelf behind me. And he has, in fact, passed. It's a, it's a, you know, it's an opportunity to give tribute to Tom. He's quite the guy. Uh, did all kinds of amazing research when it came to masterful writing about the deep state. He was a great teacher. He was a family man and a friend to many. He did a great job, in my opinion, and was one of the most influential people in the type of research that I'm most interested in. So Tom Tom is gone, but not forgotten. He has transitioned to a better place. Uh, Many thanks, Tom Horn for all you did for so many. In other wild events, there's so much going on, as I said before. It's absolutely fascinating. Um, On the lighter side, there has been quite the stir in Grantsville, Utah. 
it seems that, you know, Halloween is here. Everybody is decorating their yards. We always take it to the next level. And my kids love it. Now, residents in a Utah town, the town of Grantsville, are freaking out about a certain Halloween display. It seems as if a neighbor uh, named Christopher Fujishin, he put up basically (laughs) a skeleton dancing on a pole on a city street sign. This was a pole that was near his home, this city street pole. And so he thought he'd have a little fun and put a skeleton dancing on the pole. This went okay until he started catching on his house security camera a neighbor who kept coming over to pull it down. Apparently this caused quite the stir and the city itself posted a photo of the display on its Facebook page and reached out to him and told him he had until 9 p.m. that night, that evening, to pull it all down because it was against city code. Well, things took off from there. It has grown. He did remove the skeleton from the city pole. However, he has added his own pole to his own private property. And... He now has a skeleton in the display serving dollar bills, and he has really moved forward, making the display even larger, adding music, more skeletons, lights, neighbors have even dropped off their own decorations to add to it, and let's just say it's going to be a very interesting Halloween in Grantsville, Utah. Now, as we all know, it is a very sad state of affairs over on the Gaza Strip with Israel absolutely bombarding catastrophically the population of that location, regardless of your political views. Joe Biden made it a priority, or at least someone that looks like Joe Biden, made it a priority to go down there. And what's interesting is, how do I say this? In images which have been released, Biden has what can only appear as balls on his chin. These are very interesting. It's almost like a new chin that you would see in surgery. It is um, very strange. Nobody is exactly sure what's going on with the chin. What we do know is it looks, according to some experts, as if it may be a mask. I know this is far-fetched. It sounds crazy. But keep in mind that people have caught Biden impersonators there at the White House in the back parking lot um, going in and out. Now, if this is a mask malfunction, as some are claiming, uh then it's quite the conspiracy. Either that or he has a very unusual issue with his chin. His list of awkward moments seems to be growing, and this recent trip to Israel didn't help. The conspiracy theories about his chin, after he addressed the conflict between Israel and the Gazans, the Gaza Strip, 
the people, the citizens of Gaza, um, quite a few videos are going viral on social media showing Joe Biden speaking to the reporters. As his, as his words came out of his mouth, his chin seemed to start taking bizarre shapes and quivering, which was very unusual. It's, it's something you really have to see. If you Google Biden, balls, and chin, it will come up. Many have also speculated that this happened because he was not wearing a mask. That's interesting. Kind of the opposite of wearing the mask. One person said it was a mask malfunction, malfunction, and then someone else who is uh, an extreme expert in FX said that sometimes under certain conditions, the glue, etc., can be melted or released in the chin area, and you get this sort of look. Now, what's really strange is <laughs> that it doesn't look normal. That's for sure. It does look like a mask. And whether it's him or one of his, you know, and, and this is this is a big deal because a lot of people make such a huge deal if we see someone who we purport to be Vladimir Putin's body double. This is a huge deal. Oh, what a conspiracy. When I don't see what the big deal would be to have body doubles for prominent political figures. In fact, I would think that this would be a staple. This would be something used quite often. Uh, not only are these prominent political figures supposed to be in two places at once in many times, but some locations are not as safe as others, and Israel slash Gaza area in the Middle East is very likely one of these locations that are not very safe. And... It, it does seem as if his chin is a little odd. This reminds me, I don't want to get into the crazy, crazy conspiracies revolving around the balls on the chin, but it does seem very, very interesting. It does not look like him, but that happens all the time. As near as I can tell, there's most likely quite a few of these body doubles, if they're being used at all, because there is a very prominent video out that shows a body double or someone that looks just like Biden, just a little more young, a little more spry, a little more with it, walking out of the uh, White House and going into the back parking lot area, a uh, secured area. There are some reporters there. I want to say it was Loomer. I don't, I, don't mark my words. Um, anyway, there are some reporters there videoing this Biden impersonator or body double or whatever you want to call them. Unless it was Biden himself. I don't know. But in my opinion and in the opinion of many people, it seemed like a younger, more apt, um, spry version of Joe Biden. And he was spryly and quickly walking across the parking lot to his Toyota Corolla with Zero security, of course, uh, probably heading home for the night. Maybe he was used for some public speaking engagement, maybe just, uh, you know, for some video. I don't know. I mean, I don't see that it's that far-fetched, and I'm not holding it against the Biden administration. He's obviously a really old guy. 
I mean, he's had a few uh, glitches, and, and, and it's difficult to understand what he says. But let's, let's face it, we've all had elderly people in our families, and we know how this thing goes. You know, we all get older. And it's not that far-fetched to me that they would have these Biden body doubles, um, or if you want to call them uh, impersonators, I don't know. It doesn't seem far-fetched. In fact, it seems like it would be, in my opinion, a matter of national security to keep the commander-in-chief safe and have others put into place in locations that are not safe. And Israel, this recent trip to Israel, would be, in my opinion, one of those locations. And for those thinking that this is a super far-fetched conspiracy that they would have a Biden body double wearing a mask and that maybe some of the glue started coming loose at the bottom around the chin area where it is applied. If this sounds far-fetched, I highly recommend you do a quick internet search for George Bush being confronted with CIA operatives wearing masks. This was back uh, don't in the 90s. And keep in mind that, to put it in simple terms, George Bush did not know that these CIA operatives were wearing masks. In fact, this woman who met with Bush was wearing a mask, got super close to him. In fact, she she was the former CIA head of disguise. And she unveiled her identity to the president. Her name was Jana Mendez, and she spent 27 years working for the CIA and was in charge of creating advanced disguises, including masks for agents to use. Where it gets very wild is she looks nothing like the mask she's wearing. And in fact, when she takes the mask off, everybody is completely shocked because she's right by the president. It just goes to show with the right technology in masks and disguises you could get right next to the president he would never know and the convincing mask she created when she met with president george hw bush at the white house in the early 1990s allowed her to get so close to him he never noticed by the way until she sat across from bush in the oval office she debriefed him on the developments in the CIA's new disguise program. And then, although he had no idea she was in disguise, she ripped off her mask, which was complete with wavy dark hair, to reveal her true identity to the president. Now, the photos taken of their meeting have been classified for many years, but they're all over the internet now. And they are now on display at the International Spy Museum in Washington, D.C., Now, this was early 1990s, and it was so good that nobody was the wiser. We are now in 2023. How good do you think our technology is with disguises and security? And what do you think we are capable of now? There are those Two, who were not surprised when cocaine was found in the White House because a lot of the footage of 
Joe Biden, whether body double or not, has been very dualistic. Either he's so tired, you've heard, many have heard the, the term Sleepy Joe. He's either so tired he can barely mutter words, or he's so wired, hopped up on something, that he doesn't even blink. And his eye lines off, his, his eyes are wide open, um, he's going a mile a minute, and he doesn't even blink. So, as I said, whether it's body double or not, uh, it, it appears that somebody or someone has gotten some of these body doubles or the actual Joe himself on some sort of um, medication, some mainline narcotic or or as when cocaine was found in the White House, there were some that were not surprised. And of course, it's it's difficult to sneak cocaine into the White House, I would assume. But if you uh, work there every day, probably know how to do it. So, yeah, it seems as if there's some interesting items surrounding this administration. And some have wondered if they have a double for Kamala. This is an interesting topic. I don't think they do, but many have purported that they do. Heck, what do I know? Maybe they have body doubles for a bunch of people. I mean, it makes sense. As I said before, it's good business to have multiple people able to cover certain positions. And getting back to the big guy, getting back to Joe, in in Hunter Biden's own emails, he has alleged that his father has dementia. Now, this is interesting because many U.S. citizens would not be happy to know that their father had dementia and even less likely to be happy to know that their commander-in-chief had dementia. So it's interesting that these emails have been leaked because they do in fact say that, and this is Hunter, of course, who arguably is on, on drugs as well, who has proclaimed that his father has dementia. And I apologize, I'm looking at my notes. These were not emails. These were actually text messages that Hunter Biden was texting with a health professional of the families. So forgive me for making that mistake. They were messages nonetheless. They were not emails. They were text messages that Hunter Biden was sharing where he said, yeah, dad has dementia. Now, when it comes to the mask scenario, there are other possibilities, of course, to the balls on the chin. And a plastic surgeon uh, apparently has purportedly claimed that President Joe Biden has spent $100,000 on wrinkle filler, teeth whitening, and hair transplants. Now, this is interesting indeed, because that's a lot of money to spend on teeth whitening, hair, and wrinkle filler, but I, I can get it. I mean, I understand. I understand the situation. This board-certified surgeon, Dr. Gary Motaiki, M-O-T-Y-K-I-E, hope I'm saying that right, 
He alleged on his TikTok that President Joe Biden spent the equivalent of $100,000 to tighten, lift the skin on his face using what Dr. Gary has called outdated techniques. Now, interestingly, it's weird that he says the equivalent of $100,000. Does that mean there's some kind of trading going on? There is a barter system in place. A lot of people have wondered what exactly that means. That definitely offers the entrance or the possibility of trade or barter work, skullduggery, scandalous manipulation. Who knows what the heck that means? Nobody really knows. Now, in all seriousness, there is video online of a body double, it appears, of Kamala Harris showing up at a Florida polling station. It's pretty hilarious because it doesn't really look like her, but you got to figure this was right around uh, when everybody was masked up. So she's fully masked, um, and instead of having a slew of Secret Service people with her, she has like a couple of people with her who don't look like they could protect her from a chihuahua. I mean, it's it's pretty hilarious, and it's a very interesting video. Uh, in fact, many have purported that this may have been a hoax. Somebody just showed up for fun to make fun of it, but we don't know. For the record, nobody has said one way or the other or denied that she was there. So another big question mark when it comes to body doubles. And what is super hilarious about the video is they're called out. You know, someone says that's very deceptive to send body doubles out to the voters. That is not Kamala Harris. And it may, you know, I don't know, it definitely seemed to have spooked them off. They they definitely wandered off when they were confronted or when someone was saying that is not Kamala Harris. So it makes you wonder, makes you wonder what's going on. Now, of course, the balls on the chin of Biden seem to imply that it's a mask of sorts, which is means it's not the greatest, I guess, body double, or maybe it is some, again, as, as this doctor on TikTok said, he's had a lot of surgeries. Maybe there's something coming apart there. I would hope that's not the case. I would prefer that it was a body double. Now, just last month, Many conspiracy theorists on X, which was formerly Twitter, have made claims that there have been uh, body doubles used for John Fetterman. Apparently, he was in the hospital, and many have claimed last month that John Fetterman, the U.S. Senator from Pennsylvania, has been replaced by a body double. There have been some interesting claims that have gone viral on X. And now this similar claim going on about Joe Biden is making things very interesting. And here is a quote from one user, a direct quote, and I quote, They've been pretty good up until now, making sure he never spends too long in a hot room so the mask will not start coming off his chin. Here, the mask is starting to come loose. It is visible, and you can see the bulging in the chin area. This was right-wing political commentator Brian Cates. 
He tweeted this on Wednesday. Analysts in politics are extremely angry because that particular tweet has been seen by over 2.8 million people. And what's interesting about that is that they're blaming Elon Musk, saying that this is a result of him tinkering with the algorithm, whatever that means, and that this has no basis. Now, interestingly, a two-year-old video shows what is claimed to be a Biden body double, and it's a grainy nighttime video showing an unidentified masked man wearing and walking in a parking lot flanked by what appear to be police officers. There is a woman, of course, that could be heard yelling, Hey, Joe. She says as the masked person turns around, arms raised, Are you the body double? It's the body double, she says. Where's the real Joe? Now, what's interesting is if it is an impersonator, then it's not a very good one. And believe it or not, Meta, a.k.a. Facebook, has flagged this post and anything related to it to combat what they call false news, quote-unquote. Keep in mind that the White House and intelligence community had previously been very involved in being able to remove content from Twitter, which is now X, which is probably why they are so angry at Elon Musk purchasing the social media platform and making it easier for a lot of this content to be shared, where before it seems that those in positions of political power in the intelligence community could just remove these posts and information under the pretense of quote-unquote false news, which may be a quote-unquote false pretense. They would also call this misinformation and therefore rationalize the ability to pull it off of major platforms. They've claimed they've tackled multiple claims that the president has been replaced by a body double. Of course, every claim says that this is unfounded. Interestingly, this video was shared on Instagram in September 2021. They can't confirm that the person in the post is Biden. The White House nor his campaign responded to questions about the video. And although the man's gait resembles... Wow, sorry about the loud boom there outside. Not sure what that was. Typical Space Wolf issues. Uh, Anyway, getting back to it, there's a lot of claims revolving around this video and others. The White House has no commentary, and they've never directly answered the question of whether there has ever been body doubles used for presidents of the United States. Now, what must be the most interesting part of the video which has emerged of the Joe Biden walking across the parking lot to a Toyota Corolla, it appears, has a very similar walk as Joe Biden. When he's asked if it's Joe Biden, turns around, puts his arms up in the air like, I don't know, looks just like him. But when he's walking, he's flanked by a couple of police officers. 
And as soon as the crowd apparently starts calling him out on being a body double, the police officers bounce. And he's walking by himself in this parking lot, which is absolutely amazing. Let me let me at least play the audio for you so you can hear this. Where's the real Joe? Where's the real Joe, she says. Um, Interestingly, this is something that's been encountered in many, many countries. Body doubles are something that government uses, uh, especially for the facilitation to make sure there is continuation of government in case a president is put in a dangerous situation. And I could see this taking place in a situation like the recent trip to Israel, What's most interesting about all this is that absolutely no verification has ever come out about whether the White House has ever, not picking on Joe, but whether the White House has ever used a body double for sitting presidents. If I were involved with security of the president of the United States and legitimately had intel on this, I would say something. Then again, maybe I wouldn't. I don't know. Sometimes saying nothing gives you the most power because if you say you use them, then what good are they, right? You want this to be a deception, a decoy, a designated decoy in case of a disastrous event. A disastrous event is something that could allegedly happen, especially in the Middle East with what seems to be the murmurings of World War III starting up, quite the war machine we've engaged with over there, and uh, a horrible state of affairs. Now, we know for a fact that Saddam Hussein had multiple body doubles, and even his son, Uday Hussein, had a body double because he's come forward and opened up on podcasts. In fact, there's even a movie that was released in 2011 called The Devil's Double about Uday Hussein's body double because there are literally people who wanted to kill them at all times and so they had multiple body doubles. I mean, it makes sense to me. Why not, right? It's a smart move from political perspective. So it's not just presidents and vice presidents here in the United States that are rumored to have body doubles. In fact, Fetterman. That's right. The Democratic senator from Pennsylvania has such a persistent rumor revolving around him having a body double because he obviously he's had issues with strokes in the past and he's had a hard time speaking at speaking engagements and even at the side of Biden has uh, really suffered and struggled to get words out and People have noted that there are many who, many appearances where people believe it's not him, that it's not him at all, where his tattoos are covered up by whatever means possible. He's not dressed the same. He doesn't act the same. And there's other telltale signs suggesting that it's not him, as well as very verbally different. So uh, he's able to speak very easily, doesn't have issues pronouncing certain words, etc. 
And it's so persistent that John Fetterman has actually started to sell merchandise. He's got body double merch, t-shirts on sale on his campaign website for $35. And he's been poking fun about all of the body double stuff at his campaign store with apparel and different, different things available. So it's that persistent. Interestingly, he has said that the theories are quote unquote, all true to reporters which is kind of killing two birds with one stone, admitting to it, jokingly, and being able to sell the merchandise on his campaign store. And his campaign is taking aim at the criticism put forward with a joking manner. I mean, you got to hand it to the guy. He's, he's making money on merchandise, admitting he has a body double, poking fun at the people who say he does, and walking away from it all laughing. So you got to hand it to him. Now, as far as the verbal cues, I find this very interesting because he does have a hard time saying things. Let me just um, play a quick clip of him standing beside Biden and uh, trying to get a few simple sentences out. A collapsed bridge here. And he is here to commit to work with the, the governor and the, the, the delegation obviously not a word right fast as well too this is a president that is committed to infrastructure also obviously not a word uh a kind of a, uh, a law of the inflation uh bill that is going to make sure that there's going to be bridges all across like this all across the america getting rebuilt okay so having some issues saying some words now I would never make fun of a stroke victim. My mother's had strokes and it affected her speech. These things happen and you do grow out of them. You learn to speak better again. And um, obviously verbal cues are something that people look for in stroke victims. So not to make fun of stroke victims in any way, shape or form. But my point is, and many people's point, is that he's having a very hard time getting words out, getting sentences out saying things like delegation, delegates, infrastructure, things of that nature, which are political. And yet other speaking arrangements during the same time period, he's dressed completely different. He says things very eloquently. And so I think people are just pointing out, at least allegedly, in my, I'm, I don't have an opinion on this, but other people are allegedly pointing out that there is optically something different. And verbally, in other situations, he's able to very eloquently say what it is he is speaking about politically and appears very much different. Not only his stance and posture, but the way he's dressed and the way he presents himself. So I see why Fetterman is kind of joining on to this conspiracy theory and utilizing it very intelligently, in my opinion, for his own benefit and selling merchandise and also gathering traction on the campaign. So, uh, yeah, interesting stuff. Equally interesting is that although the White House and intelligence agencies have not come out and admitted that there are designated decoys as far as presidential figures, um, body doubles, for lack of a better word, they have admitted 
at least through Marine One and George W. Bush Library information that presidents used decoys as far as transportation. So, for example, one helicopter will carry the president, while others serve as decoys which mimic or are identical to the one carrying the president. And this would be so that would-be assassins on the ground can't tell which is which. And upon takeoff, these helicopters begin to shift in formation regularly to obscure the location of the president. And every Marine One is equipped with state-of-the-art security and technology to allow them to do so. Now, among the world's political leaders which have admitted to using body doubles, we have Kim Jong-un and, of course, the late Queen Elizabeth. Stalin had a body double. Now, in the case of Queen Elizabeth, the woman who was her body double came from the Isle of Man and spent 30 years being a stand-in for the Queen. Her name was Ella Slack, and this has been admitted to. Stalin's body double, and I'm talking about Joseph Stalin, the Russian, he had a body double named Rashid, who was recruited and would stand in for meetings and other engagements because Stalin was very worried about being assassinated. And Rashid was one of possibly many body doubles, but this has been also found out, so they do exist. In fact, two of Stalin's body doubles have been figured out. The other one was a gentleman named Felix Dadaev. But it doesn't stop there. No, the Trumps have also been accused of having body doubles. In fact, Melania Trump is possibly the one who's had more body doubles seen in public than Donald. And it seems to be something that people really believe. Putin also has a lot of followers who believe that he has a body double as well and that he travels with what he calls a political decoy, if it's true. And this would possibly be a good move, I guess. I mean, when you're that powerful, if you are a major world power and a political figure, it only makes sense to have at least an insurance policy in case something goes wrong. And although many believe that he does have a body double, Putin has always dismissed the theories and said he doesn't need one. Now, what about body doubles and dead people? This is where it gets really weird because less than an hour before news reports came out letting the public know about Jeffrey Epstein's alleged death, well, there was a post a post that surfaced that Jeffrey Epstein had been found unresponsive in his jail cell. This appeared on a far-right message board, and a 4chan user posted it. Now, this is technically before it happened. So now, it seems that many, including the intelligence community and authorities, want to know who was behind the post. How did this person know about medically accurate details about Jeffrey Epstein 
dying before it happened. Well, this is going to possibly stay an unsolved mystery because 4chan had this post go public 38 minutes before any information about Epstein's death came from any news source, any tweet, anyone at all, even medical personnel. So this is what it said, and I quote, Don't ask me how I know, but Epstein died an hour ago from hanging. Cardiac arrest. Screen cap this. The post reads, and that's all we have. Interestingly, the text was accompanied by an image of Pepe the Frog, which is that awesome meme that was so popular back then um, of a green frog, and it was used usually among far-right internet folks. So others have been briefed on this situation, and some have alleged that, as you know, Jeffrey Epstein did not hang himself. And even further on the branch of conspiracy, if you step out slowly, you will find that many believe that possibly it wasn't him at all, that this was a body double. There have been a lot of interesting body doubles when it comes to dead people. Jeffrey Epstein is just one that is very relevant given this conversation because, first of all, how would someone know that he died before he died unless they had some inside information? Also, Jeffrey Epstein, by all accounts, at least when you do serious research into it, it appears he was a construct made by possibly Mossad or other intelligence agencies in unison to create somewhat of a game, a honeypot, if you want to call it that, a way to keep people uh, under control. And I'm, I'm simplifying this, of course, but that he was constructed. He was a construct. He wasn't really a real person in the normal sense of the word, but that nothing really made sense about him. He owned islands. He owned places everywhere, party pads, places to entertain. He had all of the appearances of having much more money than he actually had. And no one actually knows where the money actually came from. And it's ridiculous. But that is what you kind of end up with when you do the research. All of his entertainment locations were heavily surveilled with cameras in just about every room and including outside locations. He had jets that he would bring very powerful people to these locations and hit the island as well. And they were allowed to kind of let loose, right? Quote, unquote, not worry about normal real life. All the while, most likely being surveilled, possibly for blackmail, to keep them in line. So if he was a construct from the intelligence community, how difficult or how Insane is it really to believe that he had the connections to quote-unquote fake his own death or get a body double? I don't know about all that. All I know for sure is that someone, somewhere, on 4chan, 
posted about Jeffrey Epstein's death before it was public and before it technically happened. Now, whether it was a body double or not, it's difficult to say. But one thing I can say is that many have reviewed the autopsy photos. And reading the autopsy and looking at the photos, many still have questions. Because there are a lot of issues. What is not in question, according to almost all, is that the body is dead. That body that is quote-unquote Epstein is dead at least according to the forensic pathologist on hand, who was hired by Jeffrey Epstein's brother to look into the death. And the fingerprints on the body found in Epstein's cell match the fingerprints taken of Epstein when he was booked during a 2006 arrest in Florida. So unless a body double went in for that arrest, it is, or should be, Epstein. Now, although no photo exists of Epstein's body as it was found in his cell, which is very strange, not to mention the fact that all the cameras were off. I mean, this makes zero sense. It is the capture of the century, the most popular person in the news. Everybody's got eyes on him, yet... Cameras don't work. So, strange. Forensic pathologists consulted say that they could clarify certain aspects of the autopsy, but there's still some stuff that's unsettled. For example, the location of the ligature, which is the rope around his neck or the the thing used to hang him, is odd. The injuries found around his body post-mortem are odd. And the way that the, what they call the, uh, the settling of lividity is odd, which means the way the blood pools after death. So, many have seen that one doctor in particular, a forensic specialist, has said that his Larnix was broken. His neck was broken, but then it was also crushed, almost as if he was, well, strangled. So this is strange when it's considered a suicide by hanging. And among the injuries found on the corpse during the autopsy are contusions on both wrists, almost as if he was tied and then strangled, an abrasion on his left forearm, as if he was thrown around in deep muscle hemorrhaging on his left shoulder that purports or alleges some rough activity in the midst of it all. Also an injury to the back of his neck, a cut on his lip, and possibly the strangest of all, an injection mark in his arm. So is it him? I guess we don't know. If it it was the same person that was arrested in 2006, then it's that person. But is it Epstein? If you have a body double, wouldn't you have them go in and fingerprint on an arrest? I would. I I think I would. I don't know. I mean, I'm no expert. But the injuries to the neck of this particular body are possibly one one of the stranger things as well because they show crushing, you know, crushing. And he says the doctor... This is a doctor, uh, which is an expert 
at this, says, and I quote, I have never seen three fractures like this in a suicidal hanging. This was by Dr. Baden, the expert who looked over the body. He had gone over a thousand jailed hangings and suicides in the area over the past 40 to 50 years, and no one, not one, had had three fractures. So this is something that needs to be taken into consideration. So in general, it could be that if it was a double, I don't know that it was, but if it was, that maybe this double had already had a broken neck, was hung again, and there was additional breakage. However, it would have to be the same individual that went in 2006 to Florida to be fingerprinted on another crime. So this would be have to be a heck of a body double. It would have to look just like him, act just like him, talk just like him. But then again, if you follow a lot of the experts on this, they believe that Jeffrey Epstein was a construct. And it's hard for me not to agree. Eric Weinstein, who I respect very much, has come out publicly and said that Jeffrey Epstein was a construct. I mean, he met the guy. And he would be in these circles with people who knew him. And in his presence, he said he didn't seem real. He seemed... And, and Weinstein's a smart guy. This is a mathematician, uh, theoretical mathematician. I mean, this guy is involved in everything. The brightest of the brightest minds, in my opinion, that we have on this planet today. And in his estimation, having met Epstein, he believed that it was all a facade, that this man was not, in fact, real in any sense of the word, but was a construct a construct of possibly power structures, intelligence agencies and organizations, possibly even international in nature, and very powerful nonetheless. I mean, if he needed the funds, he'd get them. So we have a quandary in that there are body doubles, even possibly in death. Now, one thing that doesn't change after death is the shape and structure of the ear or ear canal. And experts in ears have looked at Epstein alive pictures and Epstein dead pictures and have noticed that there are significant differences in the ears. So it makes one wonder, uh, are ear experts enough? Probably not. Images before and after death of the nose as well have had people that are facial Experts looking at the nose that say they don't match up. I'm no nose expert, so I don't think that's enough either. And of course, things wouldn't be weird unless they can get weirder. And they definitely do. Because as I've spoken about in a previous episode about organic robotoids, it is purported that the U.S. government has had technology known as organic robotoid technology. And this is something that used to be a thing of the past and uh, hidden behind top secret veils, etc. However, it seems as if in a more modern sense, there are startups that are now offering robot clones with the face of just about anyone on them. The company is called Promobot. And it is a Russian startup 
um, which is now in full force. It offers robots that can be customized to look like any human being. Promobot company offers these at a price, and they are quite literally robot clones. Interestingly, the information about organic robotoids originally came from a very well-respected doctor until he came out with that information, and then a lot of people waved on their respect for him. But he came out with an amazing audio letter talking about organic robotoids. His name was Dr. Beter, and he was very well-known, very intelligent individual, and I would like to play an excerpt from the audio letter having to do with, at least this portion, having to do with organic robotoids. Interestingly, Russia was mentioned then as being on the forefront of these organic robotoids. So it's interesting that Promobot, the company, is also out of Russia. So this seems to be a technology that's been around for quite some time. Listen in and tell me what you think. In Russia, as well as in the West, research has been underway for many years in biological synthesis, that is, artificial life forms. And according to high intelligence, a stunning breakthrough took place in Russia some years ago. The Russians refer to this breakthrough as a providential discovery, something they learned almost by accident. They discovered the key to creating what are known as organic robotoids. An organic robotoid is an artificial robot-like creature. It looks and acts exactly like a human being, and yet it is not human. A robotoid is alive in a biological sense, but it is an artificial life form. Robotoids respond to conventional routine medical tests in the same way as humans do. They eat, they drink, they breathe, they bleed if cut, and they can be killed. Robotoids can also think but they think only in the sense that a computer thinks. Like any other computer, the brain of a robotoid has to be programmed for each assignment it is given. But unlike many electronic computers, the biological computer brain of a robotoid possesses an enormous memory. As a result, robotoids can be programmed to communicate and think in such complex patterns that they act human. Organic robotoids are remarkable creatures, but they have many drawbacks. They don't grow or reproduce, but must be manufactured one by one in the desired form. They also have a very limited lifespan, measured in months or even weeks depending upon how they are utilized. This is due to the fact that their metabolism, while it resembles that of humans, is very inefficient. A robotoid can be manufactured on very short notice, a matter of hours. But after a few weeks or months, it suddenly begins to degenerate physically and mentally. He goes on to say that when the robotoid starts to break down, it has to be removed from service and disposed of. So this is super convenient especially in a case like the Epstein case. If you had an organic robotoid, which has all the same features as that of the person it is mimicking, it would have a certain lifespan and then have to be removed from service or destroyed. And this would be very convenient in other cases as well. 
cases where you need to show that somebody has been taken out. There's a lot of places and cases where you need to show that someone's been removed when in reality, maybe they haven't. Maybe they've gone somewhere else and they're doing something else under a different disguise. Interestingly, Dr. Beter goes on to say that these robotoids are cooled down to lengthen their lifespan, which is interesting because it mimics what I just read about having to do with these strange chin ball things, marks, appendages, the balls on the chin of the image of uh, Biden in Israel. And someone saying that it is because of the heat that this malfunction took place. And that would kind of uh, offer a glimpse into the window of the technology. And it does appear that this falls into line, at least simply, with what Dr. Beter claimed. And he said that these organic robotoids were extremely, extremely expensive. These are not cheap. Although they can be manufactured at a moment's notice, they're not cheap and you will pay the price for their construction, or growing them, I guess, creating them. So this offers another interesting perspective into the prism of reality of body doubles. Organic robotoids would, I guess, kind of fall into a separate category of almost a clone, but not quite a clone, because it's not technically a clone, It's a working representation of someone, which is organic in nature, but robotic as well, and very expensive, has a short lifespan, but will get the job done in the time period allotted. But for intelligence purposes, with political agendas, this is a perfect tool. That's all they have to do, is work for an allotted period of time, and then they can be removed from service and discarded. It reminds me of the video of Hillary Clinton when there seemed to be a glitch or a breakdown in her behavior and actions as she walked with the help of Secret Service and security towards a van. And something fell out of her pant leg, which appeared to be metallic. It even made a clank when it hit the ground. Many people wondered, what is this? It seems like a robot almost. Well, is it possible that this was an organic robotoid? Certainly seems to have all of the elements described, but I don't know. There are allegedly different ways that these different body doubles function, whether organic, robotic, or quite literally just a person who is acting like another person and one who has all the physical traits of the other person and quite literally looks identical. Interestingly, we haven't even touched on the possibility of clones. And clones are something else that we know has science backing it up. The science exists. The difference is with a clone, if I'm not mistaken, I'm no scientific expert at cloning, You have to wait the allotted amount of time for the clone to grow up, to become an adult, to look like the person whose DNA is being cloned. However, with an organic robotoid, you just need the genetic sequence. Genetic coding taken 
from a few cells of the person you are trying to copy. And of course, I am simplifying, but then presto changeo. You have the right look, the right age, the right organic robotoid for the person being mimicked. And I find it very interesting that Dr. Beter said all of this was coming out of Russia, when we now see that there is evidence that Russia is definitely at the forefront of this activity scientifically. According to Dr. Beter, a robotoid can be produced in a matter of hours, which makes it a very handy tool for the intelligence community. And, apparently, these organic robotoids may be allegedly walking among us. So until next time, keep your eyes to the skies, feet on the ground, but don't forget to take a look around. And if you have a chance, head on over to HeroParanormal.com. For the price of a cup of coffee a month, you can access all the content behind the paywall. It's also available at Patreon. Just search for Hero Paranormal. And if you're listening via YouTube, please, please, please help me break through the algorithm of control and like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. Many thanks. In my time machine, third eye feeling like an evising. Blast off, blast off, blast off, blast off. Come blast off in my time machine, third eye feeling like an evising. Blast off, blast off, blast off, blast off.